Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Monday, and welcome to yet another edition of the award-winning Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily Podcast. With me, the award-winning Andy Goldstein from the award-winning Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily Podcast. Okay, fair enough, I haven't won an award yet, but you never know, you never know. Aim high, aim for the stars. Now, we start the podcast with Darren Bent's Boot Room, a programme that, of course, that isn't a boot room, it's just in a studio. Although I'm led to believe they do manage to blag some free boots. Why these people send the boots, I do not know. It's the radio and no one can see them. Anyway, old Benty was alongside Darren Ambrose and Alex Cook looking back at Man City and Liverpool drawing 1-1 in the Premier League. Although, of course, Man City should have won the game. Salah steps up. Will this be first blood for Liverpool in this one? Saps up left footed, smashes it in. Yes, in this kind of games, when you concede again a penalty, or you concede the same like Leicester, so hopefully the last one, so enough to miss the penalty, it's difficult to beat them. Against City, you have to finish the situations off. That's what we didn't do, often enough. Got the penalty in a super football situation. Sadio, outstanding uh, move in the box, not to defend. Had other moments where we, where we could have made more of it. Manchester City won, Liverpool won, City finding the equaliser on 31 minutes and what a beautiful finish this is from Gabriel Jesus. Anthony's called in who's a Liverpool fan. Anthony, you must be uh, mixed, mixed emotions about today's result. Yeah, well, even guys, I think it was a good point actually. You know, we haven't won at the Etihad in the past two seasons. Yes, last year, you know, was a bit of a bit of a one-off. But I think the point I want to raise is that I think our character since the 7-2 defeat at Villa has been absolutely phenomenal. Aston Villa 4, Liverpool 1, Ollie Watkins with his hat-trick um, I think we put in some really good performances since then, but you know the the grind out the results is um, absolutely massive. And City needed to win today. I think I think City needed to win. Mm. And um, I think if you asked me if we would have took a point before the game, I would have said yeah, absolutely. And I think that um, I think Liverpool deserve a lot of credit. And I think if they continue this effort and this character that they've showed since the Villa game and the Van Dijk injury, I think um, I, I think we'll do well this season. I think we'll. Um, I think we'll prove that we're the best in the league again. We have really, we have to help the players. We want to play football 100% and it's great. And we don't ask for Wednesday night and then Monday the next game, but at 12.30 is a crime. I think we're going to fight him and myself to to this uh, ununderstandable, uh, out-of-this-world decision when all other countries, they play all them five substitutions because they understood that the situation is completely unusual in terms of the pandemic situation and no break, no rest and everyone is is uh, isolated at home. Staying with the Sunday football, here's the reaction to Spurs beating West Brom, a game you heard live on TalkSport, thanks to a very late winner from that man, of course, Harry Kane. You'll hear from Darren Bent and Andy Cole on Kane's latest landmark, which is 150 Premier League goals, as well as Harry Kane himself 
before the match. But first, let's have a listen to all the words that fall out of Jose Mourinho's mouth. Doherty's cross into the penalty area, flicked on by Kane, and Harry Kane has done it! In the 88th minute, he scores his 150th Premier League goal, and it will take Tottenham top of the Premier League. He's the kind of player that even if he doesn't score goals, he shows how good he is, because many, many strikers, everything is about scoring goals, and if they don't, the performance is empty. Harry doesn't have an empty performance, because what he does for the team is... uh, is magnificent. If in the top of that you can score a winning goal on minute 87 or 88, that is the perfect scenario. Obviously, Jose is a winner at, at every level. He's come in with that that aura about him, and, and obviously he wants to, to win things here. So yeah, just installing that confidence into the team, and yeah, just like I say, he's he's a great man with great experience. So uh, us as players can only look at that and just take confidence from that I mean listen he's, he's certainly got the potential if he continues on this path to be arguably one of the greats but I, I wouldn't I don't think I'd put him in the, I don't think I'd put him in the top 5 yet maybe potentially and listen he's, I mean his record he's got 149 Premier League goals and 217 games which is extraordinary mm. it's crazy well, you look at Harry Kane and, and to be fair out and out goal scorer it's only now we're starting to see the, the whole package so to automatically say is Harry Kane the best centre forward English now I don't think so not in the top 5 He's not in the top. No, five. no, no, no. He's look. Harry Kane's up. a fantastic centre forward. I'm not going to sit and tell anyone he isn't. But if you look at some of the centre forwards that have been in the Premier League, there's been some top top players as well. Who's ahead of him? Uh, Henri, Shearer, Aguero, Waza. If it goes from Lucas Moura, and there's the header. And this time there is no mistake. Harry Kane. We've got players who have won things in the changing room. We've got good experience in the change room, good leaders in the change room. Uh, and I feel we're all at a place now where if we if we get it right mentally, then we, we can achieve things. But like I said, we're not getting carried away. Over to game day now, Manchester United absolutely destroyed and hammered and humiliated Everton 3-1 at Goodison Park in the Premier League. Your commentary team was Clive Tilsley alongside Trevor Sinclair. And despite rumours about his future, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer was defiant after the game. Well, I'd say schoolboy defending, and I think that would be disrespectful to schoolboys. And I think that is an example of what really has gone wrong uh, this season so far for Manchester United. Edison Cavani's first Manchester United goal seals a vital victory for the team, for the club, and particularly for the manager. To be put up at 12.30 was not fair. It's not fair for the boys. It's not fair for my players to that I, I can't really ask them for a hundred percent performance uh, on a day like this after the in the times we're in pandemic, and having been in Turkey uh, Wednesday night, coming home four o'clock in the morning Thursday, which is you know it's difficult. Back into Rashford and he's oh. got in. And Manchester United lead by two goals to one. Bruno Fernandes is the goal scorer, I think. I think they've managed this uh, last period superbly well, Manchester United. You know, putting the ball into the right areas. They've really looked in control of this second period, whether in possession or out and defending that final third. And, uh, you know, there's an advert needed for Ole that his players are with him and they want to fight for him. This is it. They've been superb to the man today. We've been criticised from right, left to centre, whatever, uh, this week. And rightly so, because we've we've not been good enough. We've just got to get this consistency going. We need to get to games like in the spirit we uh, were today. 
Now, you may remember on the podcast last week, Simon Jordan, Katie Price's ex-husband, said this to Derek Chisora. Message to producer Tom, press play now. With respect to you, Derek, every time you've stepped up a level, you've lost at that level. Good work, Tom, for pressing play. Well, on fight night, our very own boxing pundit, Gareth A. Davis, had this to say about Simon. Message to producer Tom, press play again. I've got to pick a bone of Simon, and he's a friend of mine, you know, and a friend of the, sh- of the show and a friend of the station. But I thought he was completely out of order last week, hammering Derek Chisora. And Simon's a very knowledgeable boxing guy, and that's what surprised me. Derek Chisora went 12 rounds of Vitaly Klitschko mm-hmm. uh, in Munich uh, in, in, in um, I think it was uh, January or February 2012. He is a brilliant heavyweight. He said he Simon was claiming that... Derek Chisora had been roundly beaten twice by Dillian White. I had Derek beating Dillian in that first fight by a round, and a lot of people did. He's not short of elite level. He's he's very, very close to it. And you can pick a football side, can't you, that, you know, can get to finals and not win. It doesn't mean they're not elite. Derek Chisora is an elite heavyweight. There's no doubt about it in my mind. And I thought, especially in a sport where... You know, and, and and a few days after he'd fought Usyk, where Usyk outboxed him, he didn't beat the hell out of him. Um, I thought he was very, very unfair to Derek. And you know, Simon's a guy with a lot of opinions, and and most of them are amazing. But I thought he was wrong to hammer Derek Chisora on air the other day. Really, really wrong. Because when a fighter's lost like that, when he's put everything into it, and David Hay was there like the ringmaster in the build-up to that fight, Derek Chisora put everything on the line for that fight, put mm-hmm. everything into building. And you know what? He He's hurting. Don't knock a guy when he's down like that. There's no need for it. Now, staying with Fight Night, here's Tyson Fury speaking exclusively to TalkSport, responding to Deontay Wilder's very bizarre comments about him last week. I highly believe you put something hard in your glove, something the size and the shape of an egg weight. Here's the reason why the side of my face swelled up in an egg weight form. I think he's lost his marbles. First of all, it was the suit. Then it was a bicep injury. Then his trainer was uh, on our team. Then the referee was against him. In the end, it took a crab in a bucket referee and a disloyal trainer to throw the towel in just to stop me. Absolutely, Connor. Then the towel comes in. The towel comes in. Tyson Fury is the winner in Las Vegas. Jay Reyes, he throws in the towel. Tyson Fury has done the remarkable. But in the midst of it all, you still couldn't keep this king down. You would have had to kill me. Then I've had weights in my gloves. So now someone spiked his water. In Vegas, he put it in and Wilder's down! Fury's got Wilder down! In the third round, the huge right hand from Tyson Fury. Oh my word! Fury's landed the biggest punch of his career. Back now to game day, and after Fulham's Adamola Lookman looked an absolute plonker trying a Penenka to draw the game against West Ham at the London Stadium, you won't be surprised it received a fair bit of criticism on TalkSport, including his own manager, Scotty Parker. But of course, if these go in, he's a hero. So, you know, actually, no, there's no defence. What a plonker. Takes a slow run up. Oh, he's gone for the Penenka, and he's penenka it straight into the arms of Fabianski. It's a shocking penalty from Adamola Lookman. <laughs> <laughs> and West Ham United with the last kick of the game. 
have taken all three points. He's disappointed, and, and so am I. And um, you know, when the dust settles come Monday, I'll have that conversation. Like I said, these are this is a young team and some young players, and Addy, I include Addy in that. And when when you when you are learning. You make mistakes, and some are big and some are costly. Then mistakes, what are sometimes big, you need to learn from, and he will learn from that for sure. I just can't believe it. It's a, it's it's the only chance you're going to get in the last minute of the game. Put your foot through the ball. I mean, just leave everything off on the ball, and um, hopefully it will go in. I just can't believe he's done that. He's let his team down massively because Fulham deserved to get a point out of that game. You're not in the playground these days. You know, you you've got to be at the top of your game to be, you know, taking a Penenka. Such an important moment when you know Tom Kenny just collapsed on the ground. All that hard work and effort and endeavour that the shift that that Fulham side put in to then hand it to a player to go and try that the last kick of the game is just oh, it's just incredible. Now the Aston Villa legend Gabby Agbonlahor was alongside Faker others on game day. Your verdict. <clears throat> Reacting to Saturday's football. God, that hurts every time I do it. Anyway, they were discussing Leeds losing to Crystal Palace when an angry Leeds fan called into the show and said this. This is two defeats in a row now. Both 4-1 defeats. I love everything Bielsa's done. He completely transformed the club when we were going absolutely nowhere under uh, Eckenbotham. And he deserves a statue for getting us back up. The squad is so depleted and for no reason whatsoever... I think the problem that we've got is, is a lot of these players, like we said before, are mid-table championship teams who we have improved. But unfortunately now, it's starting to really show. And Van Arnold tried to cross the ball in it, got a heavy, awful deflection of Helder Costa, and it directed it into the near post. What an unfortunate goal that is for Leeds to concede. It's all going against them so far today. I just worry if we're in this position towards the end of the season... I, you know, I tried to think what would happen. So I think if we went down again, I don't think we'd. It could be another 16 years. Do we want to take that chance? I do worry now. I was worried going into the Villa game, but they, they proved me wrong a little bit there now. But these games are coming thick and fast. I do think there's worse teams and leagues in the Premier League. I hope. We, I don't think we'll go down. I hope we don't go down. But unless there's some sort of a change or some introduction of a few more experienced players, especially a striker and a couple more centre-backs in January, I think we could be in trouble. And I'd I'd hate to see Bielsa go, but at the same time, staying in the Premier League is more important than being loyal to anyone. And I think if anyone was going to keep us up, it would be Big Sam. Back now to the fallout from Sunday's football in the Premier League as Leicester beat Wolves by a goal to nil and Arsenal hosted Aston Villa at the Emirates. The reason I'm saying hosted and not the scoreline is because I'm recording this before that game's even taken place. And in fact, I won't be watching it. I'll be watching it on Match of the Day 2 because obviously I'm not paying £14.95. Arsenal falling apart, Arsenal nil, Aston Villa three, Jack Grealish, the architect, surging from the halfway line, shrugging aside Hector Bellerin like he wasn't there, and then a perfect slide rule pass into the penalty area for Ollie Watkins. Everything he touches turns to goal. I know, hopefully it can continue throughout the season. You know, I'm loving it, I'm an Arsenal fan to, to score here at the Emirates, unbelievable. Each game as it comes, that's all we can do and it's all we want to do. You know, um, you know, we won our first four 
of the season and, uh, and then got a bloody nose against Leeds so you know and it can happen if you're not at it and we have to make sure that you know uh, and the players know that now that you've got to be at it right from the off It's Arsenal nil, Aston Villa 2 with 20 minutes to go and Ollie Watkins is on the score sheet yet again his 7th goal of the season The role is to get a team performing every 3 days at the highest level and today we haven't done that and I feel that uh, since I got Appointed here is the first time that uh, today I haven't seen a team on the pitch. Up comes Vardy. Vardy scores the first time that he's ever scored against Wolves. He's been lethal from the spot this season and he's given Leicester the perfect start inside a quarter of an hour. It's Leicester 1, Wolves 0. Very pleased considering the, uh, the number of injuries that we had and the number of key players that have been out. I think all the, we've shown a real strength in our you know, in the depth of the squad, but also mentality, and then that's key. So we, we've started really well. Winning nine games out of eleven in all competitions is uh, it's been a huge effort for everyone. So now they'll get a little bit of recovery, and then we uh, then we've got another uh, tough period through till Christmas. Over now to Ray Parler on breakfast, discussing the time he got called up to an England squad. I remember when um, Kevin Keegan rang rang me and said you're in England squad and I thought he's one of my mates winding me up <laughs> and I, honestly I went, I'll, st- I'll leave off and put the phone down on him because <laughs> I thought oh no child I can't be in England squad and he, he, it was Kevin he rang back he's me what's the feeling like getting that oh, phone call oh it's brilliant absolutely superb I mean I, th- I, I genuinely believed it was my mate winding me up <laughs> and I you know I was I think I was driving along in the car and it was it was uh, I just put the phone down oh yeah who's this put the phone down and, and, and the, next week it, it goes again same, you know, it must be him. So uh, that was a bit of a shock. Well, that's it for another podcast. You think I'll be back later on today for, of course, the first Andy Goldstein Sports Bar Monday to Thursday from 10 pm tonight at 10 pm. There will be another one of these Andy Goldstein's Talksport Daily podcasts out first thing in the morning, so do what you've got to do to get it. And until then, thanks for listening. Have a wonderful day. And above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from Talksport. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.